world. I'm Rochelle Indra, a life coach here to teach you the shit they should have taught us in school but didn't. Our society has a vested interest in keeping you stuck and unhappy so that you will try to buy your way out of it. But that's where I come in. I'm here to teach you how to give them all the middle finger. Week by week, I'll share bite-sized strategies on tackling overwhelm, onboarding good habits, creating boundaries, and actionable steps to rewire your brain to actually work for you instead of against you. This is a Soulfire production. Hello, hello, fam. I am ready to get started because I have my tea with me. I have scrolled through TikTok, I've scrolled through Instagram, and I have scrolled through Bumble, so I am all set to snuggle in with you. And so today, today is an embarrassing one. Today, I have to admit, I did a thing. I did the thing that I teach everybody not to do. I did the thing that I champion, that I am known for on TikTok, for teaching other people, for making them aware, for changing their perspective on it, for talking about the social issues around it, and I went and did it myself. And I knew as soon as I did it that I was going to have to bring it up on a podcast because I think it so perfectly illustrates how pervasive this is in society. If I'm somebody who champions not doing this, and yet I still find myself caught up in doing it to other people without even realizing. So I was catching up on the phone the other day with a good friend from my childhood. And of course, we hadn't talked in like 10 years. So we're doing the like, oh my gosh, what's going on with your family? What's going on with my family? And so I asked about his brother and he said, oh, he's doing great. He's really happy. And then he told me about um, his job and he told me about his living situation and he told me about some hobbies and where he's living. And then I asked, is he in a relationship? And my friend said, no, he's not. And I immediately went, oh, oh, I just want him to be so happy. (sighs) Rochelle, Rochelle, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I did the thing that people do to me all the time. People assume if I am not in a relationship I am not happy. I wish to God that when I haven't seen somebody in a while, that they would ask about my career because I am over the moon, so excited about my career, so happy with where I've gotten to, so proud of how much work I've put in to getting my career where it is now. I would love to just talk to anybody about a podcast and the membership and my coaching and having a wait list of clients and TikTok. And there's just so much joy and excitement in my life around my career. For those of you who know me, I tend to work like seven days a week because I love it and it's my passion. And yet every Everybody that I talk to asks me if I'm dating someone. And I don't get upset with people for it because I know it comes from a place of love. Oh my God, I think it does. I hope it does. (laughs) I'm assuming it does. It does. It does, right? No, it does. It comes from a place of people loving me and wanting me to be happy, which is why when people ask me if I'm seeing someone, I usually answer with, oh my God, my career is going so well. Oh my God, I'm so happy with this. Oh my God, this has worked out so great. Or I talk about going to Europe or I talk about uh, remodeling my house or I talk about any one of these things that makes me happy 
Because that's really what they're asking. Are you happy? What is happening in your life that's making you happy? But society has sold us that for women, what will make them happy is being in a relationship. And I do get some pushback from men when I talk about this saying, hey, it is also this way for men. I'm sure it's this way for some men. I'm sure some men get that pushback of, oh, when are you going to settle down? When are you going to be in a relationship? Yes, I honor that. I hear that. I get that. It is not the same as it is for women. It's just not. It's not to the extent that it is for women. It is very rare that I get asked how my career is or how my hobbies are or how almost anything else other than am I in a relationship? And for a lot of friends or even for when I've been in a relationship and people ask about, oh, you know, I hear you're dating somebody or are you dating somebody? And I am. That seems to be the central topic of what we then talk about, my relationship. It doesn't turn into, oh, and how's, um, you know, living in Oregon or how is your career? It doesn't turn into the other things. It stays on this. The societal assumption being that this is where my happiness comes from. And believe you me, I have been in tons of relationships that have not made me happy while I'm in them. I think many of us can attest to that. Many of us are in that situation now where, sure, we're in relationship doesn't fucking mean we're happy. Or it doesn't mean that we're happy in our relationship. We may be happy in other aspects of our life. But society sells us that women's happiness comes from being in a relationship. Even though all the statistics show that the happiest women are women who are not in relationship, women who are single, specifically women who are single and don't have children. Doesn't mean do not give me hate, do not write me letters. It does not mean that you are not happy if you are in a relationship or if you have children. You obviously can be happy with those two things. Of course you can. But it does not mean that you are not happy if you don't have those things. But that is what society sells us because it is in society's best interest that women are in relationships. It is in the patriarchy's best interest that women are in relationships. Why? Because who's going to do the cooking? Who's going to do the cleaning? Who's going to monetarily support the household? I mean, it takes two incomes now to support a household if you can even do it with just two incomes, right? If it's not two incomes plus two side hustles, who's going to raise the children? Who's going to make the home? Who is going to buy the beautiful wooden signs at Hobby Lobby if it's not for women? Who's going to take care of a man if not for women? So the patriarchy needs for women to be in relationships and it needs them to stay in relationships. So what does it do? It sells us that our happiness as women comes from relationships. It sells us this from a very, very early age. And so we grow up believing this, needing relationships, compromising every aspect of who we are, our dignity, our happiness, our self-love, everything to be in relationship. We will settle for relationships that aren't right for us because we are promised that just merely being in a relationship makes us happy. 
even though we all know people in relationships who aren't happy. You may be that as a listener right now. They need us to settle. Societus needs us to settle because it just needs us to be in relationships because then we can get married and then we can have children and then we can stay at home and we can take care of men and we can take care of children and the home. So I want to be very clear what I mean by settling. When I talk about settling, I am talking about being with a partner that is not right for you. Being with a partner that you have to compromise too much of yourself, of your happiness to be with. I am never saying, oh, settle for somebody who isn't good enough for you. That is fucking bullshit. Don't ever say that to somebody and don't ever say that out loud because it's not true. It makes my skin crawl when you say, oh, like, yeah, she settled for some guy that isn't good enough for her. Like, I'm not settling for somebody that isn't good enough for me, that isn't up to my standards, that isn't, that is so toxic. There is nobody who is not good enough for you. That doesn't exist. Nobody is better than somebody else. So stop saying that. Stop allowing the people around you to say that. None of my exes who I ended relationships with, we are not good enough for me. We're not a good enough partner for me. We're beneath me somehow. They just weren't right for me. It just wasn't a good match. We didn't have enough things in common or we didn't want the same things or we didn't communicate the same way or whatever, whatever. It was never about not being good enough. So please hear me when I say settling. I'm saying settling for a partner that is not a right fit for you. So the other thing I get told a lot when I bring up to people what I'm looking for is I get told I'm too picky. Ooh, I love this one. I get told this all the time. People are like, oh, you know, like, are you in a relationship? I'm like, no. Like, oh, what, you know, what are you looking for? And a guy, like, maybe I know somebody. And so I tell them the things I'm looking for. I say, well, I'm looking for somebody who's done their emotional work. I'm looking for somebody who um, has been in therapy. I'm looking for somebody who understands that his relationship with his mother will directly affect his relationship with um, other people partners and partnership. I'm looking for somebody who loves their career. I'm looking for somebody who has the same spiritual beliefs as I do. I'm looking for somebody who uh, wants to live part-time in Europe, Um, somebody who can travel with their job, somebody who has um, expendable income to be able to travel, to be able to live in two places. I'm looking for a partner who I'm sexually attracted to. I'm looking for a partner who does not have children. Um, I'm looking uh, now things have changed with my career and I'm, you know, now also looking for a partner who doesn't mind being with a woman who is really out there in society, who shares herself, who shares her, whoa, hey, shares herself. Sorry, that made me giggle. Um, they don't have to have me share myself with other people, but share my vulnerabilities, what I go through, be so present out in society and have some uh, notary. Is that the word I'm looking for? Um, you know what I'm saying? Notoriety. Ha ha, that was the word. Has some notoriety out there, you know, is okay being with somebody who is such a big personality. And it's usually crickets. When I say all that to somebody, they usually stare at me wide-eyed and say, oh, 
Honey, no, I mean, good luck finding that, but oh, God, you, that's a tall order. Wow, you, uh, you're too picky. You gotta bring some of those down. You're, you're not gonna get all that. I mean, good luck. And that used to make me self-conscious. That used to make me worry. It used to make me feel bad. But it doesn't anymore. I just simply say back, well, everything I just asked for is what I bring to a relationship. I bring all those things. So what you're saying to me is that all the things that I can give in a relationship, I shouldn't expect back. And then it gets really, really quiet. And be like, oh, well, no, but, uh, you know, men, they're not going to, they're not going to be good communicators, you know, men. Really? There are some phenomenal communicators out there that are men. So that's not true. I am not giving an entire sex a pass. I'm not going to do this gendered thing of like, oh, but women are communicators and men are what, providers? Because I have been a provider for many of my relationships, most of my relationships. So that that was a man's job. I've done a lot of things that are quote unquote man's jobs in a relationship. So don't give me that shit. Of like, oh, well, but men just don't do that. Men are not children. So I'm not going to give that pass. I simply ask for in a relationship what I'm willing to give, able to give, can give. And I made a list. I have sat there and said, okay, what am I really looking for in a relationship and making sure that that's something I can give? And I do this with my clients as well. I will sit my clients down when they talk about what they're looking for in a relationship. I say, okay, let's make a, let's make a list of all the things you're looking for in a relationship. And, say, and then we look at the list and I say, okay, how many of these can you give back? Are you asking for things? that you can give? Are you asking for, quote unquote, too much? Are you asking for things you wouldn't be willing to give? That's how you know. And I'm not willing to settle for a partner who is going to give me less than I am going to give him. And there will be compromise. Of course, there will be compromise. There'll be give and takes here and there, absolutely. But I'm always going to look for a partner to be able to give to me what I can give to him. And so I hear this all the time about being too picky and I need to like settle a little bit more. And why? Why? So that I can be in relationship because that's so important. I have spent many years being single. I have not been in a serious long-term relationship in quite a while. And I will often hear um, people say to me, oh, well, <laughs> you have to love yourself first. <laughs> oh, you're not going to find the guy until you love yourself, which I think is an incredibly toxic thing to say because first of all, I masturbate every single day. So nobody loves me more than me. So let's just get that straight. I don't have a problem loving myself. And that is something I hear all the time for years. I've heard, well, you got to love yourself first. You got to put yourself first. Do you love you? Fuck you. Fuck you for saying that. If you are ever somebody who has said that to somebody else, wipe that 
out of your mouth, apologize to them for saying that because that is a horrible, horrible, extremely detrimental thing to say to somebody because it's also not true. Many people don't love themselves or don't love themselves as much as they possibly could because guess what? Most of us don't love ourselves as much as we possibly can and still find partnership. And then you get people to spiral into this thing of like, okay, um, I, 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 don't, I don't deserve a partner because I can't love myself enough because I, I, I haven't done enough therapy or I haven't done enough uh, coaching or, or self-reflecting or self-work. Uh, really, the single mom of three kids is just scraping by and, and doesn't have the time, energy, money, or understanding to do the self-work to love herself, doesn't deserve love, isn't going to find love. Bullshit. So that is definitely not the thing to say. And, and that has caused me, I think you can tell from like how much anger that um, it's like is in me when I hear people say that it has hurt me for years and years and years that somehow because I quote unquote don't love myself that I haven't found partnership. And so I think that we really need to flip that script in that it's not about like, oh, when you love yourself, the guy will just come because maybe the guy won't come. People say to me all the time when I tell them all the things I'm looking for in partnership, they say, well, that's a needle in a haystack. Good luck finding that. And it may be. It may be a needle in a haystack. And some people want to be in a relationship so bad they're willing to compromise their list of things they want. And that is a personal choice. And I don't fault anybody for making that choice. You have to do what's best for you in the time that's best for you. I choose to not compromise my list of things that I'm looking for in partnership because I'm okay if I don't find it. I'm looking for that needle in the haystack. I'm on um, Bumble. I meet people when I go out. I let my friends hook me up with people. I'm always looking I'm always searching for that needle in the haystack. And it may be that. It may be something that's hard to find. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with waiting. Um, I'm single, been single for much longer than I had ever anticipated being single. And, you know, people say to me all the time, like, oh, you don't need to be single. Like, oh, you can't find a guy. You can't find a boyfriend. Like, yeah, of course I can find a guy. Of course I can find a boyfriend. I could go out tonight and find a boyfriend. It's not about finding a partner or excuse me, it's not about finding a guy or a boyfriend. It's about finding a partner. It's about finding partnership, true partnership, true equality. That's what it is for me. And I'm willing to wait. And I'm also okay if that partner doesn't come because I love myself. I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with my life. And I'm okay if that partner doesn't come. I'm still going to have a wonderful, beautiful, happy, fulfilled life. My career is my absolute passion. It is my reason for existence. I love it so much and it completely and totally fulfills me. I have a wonderful family. I have wonderful friends. I will have wonderful, amazing pets again someday. I'm starting to live in another country. I have so much that fulfills me. That if I never find a partnership, I'm going to be okay because I'm so happy with my life. So instead of saying to people, oh, well, the guy will come if you just love yourself enough, how about 
you just make a life you love and you're happy with. And if the guy comes, great. And if he doesn't come, that's also okay. Because let's be honest, I can find sex anywhere. Like if I need that need met, I could raise my hand at a bar, right? Hey, hey, somebody, right? There's like three dude friends, four ex-boyfriends. Like there's enough there that I can meet that physical need if I need it. Other than that, I'm really fulfilled and I don't mind waiting and I'm not willing to compromise. And that's just a decision that I make for myself. And if you are somebody who is looking for partnership, is thinking about partnership, I really challenge you to make that list. What are the things that I give in a relationship? What are the things that I want in that relationship? And I would love if instead of compromising on those things you really want and need, you would look at being okay without it. Or as I talked about in the last podcast, can you get some of those needs met in other ways rather than compromising? And of course, if you need to compromise some of those because it is so important for you to be in a relationship, so important for you to not be alone, that is fine too. I get it. I hear you. But I would love and I would think that the success of your relationship will be better if you don't compromise away those things that you really, really want and need in a relationship. Because if you keep compromising, if you keep crossing those things off of your list because you meet a guy who seems really great and you love the six pack or at least he's nice to you or you need a date for that wedding, it may continue to still not work because you're not getting those things met. I think I talked about um, on the last podcast about being with some really wonderful, amazing men who were very supportive of my uh, spiritual beliefs, but they weren't their spiritual beliefs, and I'm not willing to compromise on that. I'm also not willing to compromise on a man having children. I've done it several times. I've tried dating men with children. It just doesn't work for me, and I know that you know I'm 40, so at this age, a lot of men have children. I know that that cuts out a lot of men for me. A lot of wonderful, wonderful, loving, phenomenal men, I've just moved off the table. And that has to be okay. That has to be fine for me because it is so important to me that that a partner doesn't have kids. Because every time I try it, every time I say, okay, well, maybe I can compromise on this one, it doesn't work out. I'm not completely fulfilled. It's not completely right for me. And so then the relationship doesn't end up working out. And then, you know, if I just keep beating my head against that wall because I just want a relationship, I just want a guy so bad that I'm just going to keep trying and beating my head, my head against the same wall, I'm going to continue to be unfulfilled. I'm going to continue to be unhappy. It's not fair to do to him. It's not fair to do to the kids, right? Not fair to do to myself. So if you are looking for partnership, I highly recommend making a list. What are the things you give? What are the things you want in a relationship? And are you happy enough with your life that if that guy never came, or a girl, obviously, right? I'm just using my example of what I'm looking for. But if that partnership never came, would you be happy? Because happiness does not only come 
from a relationship. People live very happy, healthy, wonderful, successful, joyful, nourishing lives without relationship. It can be an aspect to happiness, but it is not everything. As those of you who are listening, and my heart goes out to you, who are in relationships right now and are very unhappy, very unfulfilled. It's not everything it was promised. And if you are somebody who is in a happy, healthy, successful relationship, successful partnership, I challenge you, after listening to this, to not make the mistake that I just made with my friend's brother, to not make the mistake that people have made to me over and over and over again about just asking them, have you found somebody? Are you dating? Are you in a relationship? To not have that be the first thing to come out of your mouth when you're talking to somebody you love who is single. But there are a myriad of other wonderful things to ask them about or to simply ask, are you happy? That's a great place to start. Love you, fam. Till next time. So there you have it. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and follow me at Coach Rochelle Indra on TikTok and Instagram.